Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second installment of the TLN podcast. This week, um, we are actually going to be down a member for an undisclosed amount of time. She was uh, caught in traffic, um, but hopefully she'll be hopping on sort of in the middle of it. So you guys will make, make sure to get that perspective. Um, but today, to move on to the actual substance of the podcast, we are going to be talking about relationships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was uh, one of our members who, who we may or may not have coaxed into doing that, but he's, <laughs> he's a good sport. Um, but yes, yeah, so relationships today, both friend and romantic. Um, and I actually want to open it up and sort of talk about, you know, what are the, you know, how do you build relationships and sort of those, those beginning stages of them? I mean, I would say the beginning stages, it really just starts with meeting someone, whereas it, you know, it may be due to a seating chart and you create a relationship with somebody or it's, you know, you get in a fight at school and, and there's a relationship created, right? That fight in the courtyard, it may be a negative one, but it's a relationship. So, I mean, relationships are created in a plethora of ways, if you know what I'm saying. It could be that cashier you see at Walmart every time you go and you're just getting her line because she's magically faster than everyone else. I don't really know, but that's what I do know. They can be made in a million ways. Yeah, that's definitely true. I know that at work, when I'm on my lunch break and I see someone new, I'll just like sit next and ask them, hey, like, where are you today? Like, how's today been? Like, anything interesting going on? And I feel like the best way to become friends with someone who like you're not really friends with yet is to pretend you're friends until you're actually friends, if that makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fake it till you make it. Exactly. I would agree with that. I have no idea how I got all my friends. It just sort of, I feel like it just sort of happens. You know, you kind of like magically connect to people and you, and you know, like, oh, well, this person's cool. So I got to, mm-hmm. I got to start hanging out with them a little bit more. So, but, you know, I would agree. Yeah. Relationships just kind of, they just kind of happen, you know, wherever you might be here, there, anywhere. And, you just connect with this person and then next thing you know you're friends yeah I think that like a lot of people hate it but like small talk in a way it kind of helps because you know you don't know the person and you know asking those generic questions you know you can learn if maybe this is someone who you want to be friends with or maybe go further with so I don't think that you know small talk shouldn't scare people away yeah yeah oh Oh, sorry sorry. go ahead no no no. go ahead look you're all good Okay, (laughs) well, thanks. Um, I feel like also when you do small talk, you need to be willing to talk more, I guess. Like, you can't just, like, answer with, like, yes or no. Be like, oh, yeah, and then talk about something else, something that's connected to you, and, like, maybe tell a story or just, like, give an opinion that's more insightful and, like, deeper than just yeah or no, you know? (laughs) You, you stole the words right out of my mouth. I, you know, I was going to sort of <laughs> pop in and say, I, I, I sim- I'm, I'm right with uh, sort of what we said a couple of a seconds ago with uh, the fact that I, I can't pinpoint where and how I met any of my relationships, either friend or um, romantic. Like it, they've, they've, like for me, they've always sort of been there, and it's like, yeah, I can pinpoint uh, roundabout when I met them, but not the specific time at all. So I would definitely agree with the idea that you know hey, it's, it's, it's a sort of, uh, it just sort of happens. Um, but I also want to ask, you know, 
we talked about small talk a little bit and we talked about, you know, trying to, to formulate those relationships. And, and, you know, we put it so beautifully at the beginning where it was, it might just be that random person that, you know, you think, you know, is it easier for somebody who is, who is outgoing to make friends or maybe, maybe a little bit, a little bit, you know, inverted or does it balance out? I think it goes both ways. You know, you said, I think what you mean by outgoing is just having more of a loud personality. I mean, I feel like I can see that being easier for them to make friends, but at the same time, I can also see it more difficult because not everyone likes people who are, who have loud personalities, you know what I'm saying? Very vibrant personalities. But on the flip side, I guess that works with, with people who are more shy, who have, I guess, less quieter personalities, I could say. Uh, I feel like they would struggle just as much because it's, I feel like relationships are created off of having some set of core values that are that are similar. So it may be me and my friend Joe, we're sitting together in class, right? Me and Joe may not like each other. Me and Joe may not have a whole lot in common, but what me and Joe do, but what me and Joe do know is that we need to pass the AP world. So me and Joe are going to cheat together and that's going to be relationship <laughs> created. And so I feel like they're created off of having something similar in common. I mean, it's the same thing in sports. Like we've all got our friends who in certain fields, like if I want to go play football, if I want to go toss football on the field, I'm going to call a certain friend, right? Because we have that in common, but I may not call that same friend if I want to go see a movie with somebody, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it comes down to a certain set of core values or things that you have similar things you have in common. I mean, I even then, oh, I was like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yes. you're good, you're good. <laughs> no, I keep cutting everyone off, go ahead. <laughs> um, I was just going to say that when, when it comes to extroverted or introverted, is it easier? I, I, I have this internal struggle where I'm trying to figure out whether I'm an extrovert or an introvert because I like to talk to people, right? But I don't like, like, parties and stuff. Like, I'm not a party guy. Parties are too much for me. It's too much for my brain. So it's, it, but I feel like I can make friends rather easily when I just talk to people. So I guess it helps when you're willing to talk to people. Cause if you're shy and you just maintain that kind of like shell, there's no chance that you're going to make new relationships except for people that's already in your circle and maybe friends of friends. Da, 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 da. But if you're like extroverted and you're just willing to just go out there and just not care and just, you know, like I'll talk to him, her, da, 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 da boop, boop, boop then you're going to be making friends left and right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I got it from now. And Nicole, did you yeah. want to pop in there as well? Hmm? I was just saying, did you want to pop in there? Oh, yeah. So I feel like you don't really need to have stuff in common with, like, people in your class that, like, you're friends with or, like, just in general. Because there was this girl in my Spanish class. We were, like, polar opposites when it comes to literally everything but like we still got along we, like we laughed like we were friends and I think that as long as you're willing to like listen and like talk to people and like see their point of view and like have fun with them I guess like maybe having a sense of humor that works or like with each other as long as you don't hate each other then you can be friends <laughs> I do think it's definitely easier for someone more outgoing to find those types of relationships because like I remember I used to like wait for people to come to me. I never would be the one to initiate conversations just because I didn't think I'd like the person. But you know, once you get older, you realize like, hey, if I actually want friends, I gotta, you know, go out there and do something about it. And you know, I just talking like everyone judges on their first impression, like we all do it. 
So I would see someone and be like, oh, I'm not going to like them. But then I'd actually start talking to them and realize, hey, you know, this person's not too bad. Maybe I could be friends with them. And that's where most of my friendships that I have now come from. And so I think just taking that first step, whether or not you think you're going to like the person, you won't know unless you talk to them. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I sort of revert back. I don't remember where exactly I'd heard it, but um, it's the, it was this idea that, you know, you might be embarrassed going out and doing something, whether it be been talking to somebody or like, you know, if you, if you do like a sport, like going out and doing your sport, but you know, nobody ever remembers that it, if you do something embarrassing, rarely do people remember it. Like, you know, it, it isn't sort of that, you know, quintessential high school movie where like, you know, that one kid spills his lunch in the lunchroom and like everybody yes. him for the next 15 years. Like it, that doesn't exist. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like for me, at least um, you're sort of sitting there and going, you know, hey, I can go up to this person and talk to this person because I guarantee like if I, you know, start stuttering over my words or I spill something like they are not going to remember it. And if they do, it's going to be vague at best. And, and ironically, I almost think that, you know, at least for, for me and, and, and if you guys sort of have a different idea, please, you know, go ahead and voice it. Uh, but I don't actually see the difference in, in beginning relationships between friend and romantic, you know, at least for me, I feel like most of those romantic relationships will start because you are friends in the first place. At least a lot of the, the, the better ones are the, so the ones for me that have lasted a little bit longer have, 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 have sort of been built and rooted in that foundation of, Hey, I know you and you know me on, on a, on a more interpersonal level. Um, and I don't know if that's sort of similar with everybody else. And maybe that'll lead us into our, into our next part about, um, you know, maintaining those relationships. But how do you guys feel the differences between friend and romantic relationships, uh, both starting and maintaining? I mean, I don't know. I feel like romantic relationships add a whole new aspect to it. Because especially because then that means you're, I don't know. I guess that means you're sometimes dealing with the opposite sex. You know what I'm saying? And so that, uh, that can change a whole lot of the aspects of relationship, starting from even the way you communicate, because I know that if me and my friends, if we get mad at each other, me and a guy, like we may cuss each other out or something, then it's like, that's that. And then we're cool again. Right. But, but if it's a girl, you know what I'm saying? You have to, you have to take other things into common. Like you're not just gonna should just give your whole mind like you know what i'm saying tell exactly what you think if if you're in a romantic relationship you know what i'm saying you're going to be a whole lot more kind with that and so i feel like that creates a different a different perspective on the relationship now i wouldn't take my advice necessarily uh hadn't been in too many relationships myself but i'm gonna let y'all take this one away (laughs) i definitely feel like the ones that's where you start as friends last longer um because you know like some of the past relationships that I've had you know they started with like we meet like because of a mutual friend and you know because of that meeting we're not friends but you already have it in your head like oh this might be someone I want to be involved with and you know so you start talking like with that intention um, and mm-hmm. in my experience, and I know this isn't the same for a lot of people, but they, they don't really last long because you don't, you don't really know each other. You haven't allowed yourselves to be friends. And, you know, I feel like being in a relationship is completely different than being friends with someone just because there's so much added on on top of that and so much baggage that you have to deal with. So 
the ones where you know you started friends you know them inside and out you know how they are when they're mad when they're upset so you know how to gauge those situations better I feel yeah I don't know I'm oh. oh, sorry go ahead <laughs> <laughs> it keeps happening um I was just gonna say you know much like Logan I am a hopeless romantic um I'm with you there. but <laughs> but I didn't go that far but Oh, well, I, I will. I'll I will go that far with you. I'm with you there. <laughs> I will claim I am a hopeless romantic. I will. But I will say that in my experience, that when we talk about, I would agree that if you start as friends and you kind of build off of that foundation, because, you know, you don't, you don't immediately put the decorations on a house uh, before it's even there. You got to start with some sort of foundation. So knowing each other and having some sort of connection first and then building on top of that and start adding these other elements, I would agree is, is probably a better way to do it. And from what I've seen in my experiences, it, it leads to something that's healthier than just, you know, rushing into something and just going straight to, to relationship. I am going to be the odd man out and disagree. <laughs> Um, I hate, or I don't know, whenever I have started, like, a romantic relationship with someone who's, like, a friend, it's been really, really bad for me. Like, it just does not work out because I see them as a friend and will continue to, like, treat them as a friend. Even if, like, I feel like I like them, I just, I can't cross that barrier because, like, you know, when you're friends and, like, you're like, oh, maybe, like, maybe, like, have a thing. I'm not going to, like, I'm the kind of person who will set that barrier and not cross it because mm. I don't want, like, if I'm not, like, sure I want to cross it, I'm just going to put that barrier there. But then once I'm ready to cross it, I end up not being able to. Mm. And it just doesn't work out because of that. So I like, would agree that, oh, I thought you were finished. Oh, no, no, yeah, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, I would agree that you can't get, like, too far deep into that friendship because there is kind of like a, a certain point where a barrier's there uh, and you kind of are like, I guess, nervous to cross it because yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, well, this person's been my friend forever. I don't know if this person is like ready to do this with me. So I would agree. You can't like get too deep in the, you can't be like best friends for like three years and just establish that you two are friends and then, you know, just try to cross that barrier. It's going to be difficult. I mean, like for me, even we don't even have to like be best friends. Just like, friends for like a month right. <laughs> a few months and then i'm like oh i'm not gonna cross that barrier ever and we just had you know our you know sort of last uh, member pop in here uh and we we're talking a little bit about um you know just sort of i think i i brought it up with the what was what's the difference between sort of a friend and a romantic relationship and and if you are friends with somebody can that successfully evolve into a romantic relationship of course i feel like it can evolve into a romantic relationship i mean anything can turn into that i don't know <laughs> but i've very limited experience I mean, I feel like you have to be friends with somebody before it involves into a romantic relationship. I feel like to a point, like you have to like the person that you're going out with or else it's not going to work. So I feel like there has to be the friendship there to evolve into a, a romantic relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, you know, we sort of ventured into on a couple of those answers, the idea of, of maintaining relationships, both friend and, and romantic and, you know, tell some stories, don't tell some stories, you know, however you guys want to convey it sort of what is, how do you maintain any type of relationship? Well, my, the last relationship I was in, we're, we were both really busy people. Like we both had really busy, really different things to do. So I feel like it was just maintaining like different ways to talk and different ways to kind of like build that trust that like we're not doing other stuff that we had to. It was just like finding time to still talk and still make a connection is like really a really big deal in romantic relationships. You know, I've so learned, go ahead. I've learned that communication is key. And I know that like everyone always says that. And, you know, I never listened. I was like, no, like if you're in a relationship, of course you're going to communicate. But then you actually get in one and then you're, you know, you, you don't want to. And especially me, I'm a very closed off person. So I have found that communicating is difficult. Um, and you, but both of you have to put in, you know, an equal amount of work, especially like with friendships, I feel, cause that's more of like, where you're going to have the gossiping behind each other's backs, especially when you're our age, like that's just, like, it's a, it comes with the age. Um, so I think that just trusting the person that you're either friends or romantically involved with and communicating with them about how you feel and, you know, issues that are going on instead of, you know, talking about it behind their back with someone else is definitely the key to making it work. Everybody's stealing words right out of my mouth and, and I'm <laughs> slightly frustrated by it, but um, no, you put that beautifully. I mean, I was just going to say, you know, any relationship, friend, romantic, although it is cliche and like you hear every 80 and older couple, like octogenarian couple go around and say, you know, communication is best or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> okay. Um, that is, I mean, it's really true. You can't really have anything if you don't understand, you know, what the other person is going through. And I actually, you know, I thought, I thought you brought it up uh, at least nascently at the beginning where you said, you know, you got to put in equal time. And that for me is, is another really big thing. You know, I, I look at any type of relationship, friend or romantic, even, even family relationships um, as sort of almost like a, a bank account. And this is going to be a really bad analogy, but stick with me for just a second. Um, you know, if you don't put in money to that bank account, and pretend it doesn't have any interest on it for all those of you who are economically involved. Um, if you don't put any money into the, into the bank account, it's not going to grow. It's just going to sort of stay where it is. However, if you can you know, continually put money into it, and obviously the money in this analogy is, is time, if you continually put it in, then that relationship is going to grow and you're going to, whether it's friend, family, romantic, you're going to get to know the person better. You're going to get to understand them. You're going to understand sort of what makes them tick. And, and oh, by the way, if somebody else in the relationship, again, whether it be friend, family, or romantic, you know, is putting in a lot of money into the bank account and you're not, then that's their bank account. That's no longer your bank account. You're just there, you know, for the ride and vice versa. If somebody else isn't putting any money into it and you're putting a bunch of money into it, it's your bank account because they're not contributing at all. It needs to be this sort of 50-50 trade-off where, hey, you know, it doesn't need to be, and I don't want to stress it out, people out and go, hey, you know, it needs to be a you know zero-sum game. If you do something for me, I need to do something for you. That's not at all what it is, but it just needs to be, you know, put in, 
as much time as you think, you know, is sort of necessary for the relationship. And if you see somebody else putting in a little more time, then, you know, maybe you should put in a little more time as well. Yeah, definitely. I know that one of my best friends, she's the nicest person. Like she cares so much about people and like, she'll take care of like them and like their mental health and stuff. So she'll like constantly reach out and make sure that you're okay. But um, I know that she's had a few like friendships that have really hurt her mental health because she's always looking out for them. She's worrying about them. And I've seen her like get like really upset and just kind of like, I don't know, like frustrated because these people aren't helping themselves and she's like trying to help them as much as possible. And it's really just like, it's messing with her. It's hurting her. And so there's definitely a point where you just have to like give up and say that this relationship is hurting me and there's no saving it. So you just have to like get out of there. Even like you might seem like, or you might feel like it's a bad thing to do, but like, it's your life. You need to look out for yourself and you come first and you don't need to worry about other people if worrying about them is just bad for you. Yeah, I agree. You know, if you're sort of feigning happiness or, or faking it in any way and, and, and sort of, it's almost akin to me, it's, it's almost like lying. You know, I wouldn't ever, you know, actively go out and sort of lie to somebody and, you know, and, and of course, you know, you can bring up all those like random ethical situations where you're like, would you steal a thing of bread for your family? Like that's, that's a whole nother conversation. But like, you know, I feel as though that in, in any normal situation, I would not be inclined to lie to somebody. And if you sort of, and again, same thing for friend and romantic, if you're sitting there and going, you know, Hey, I'm happy with this person. I enjoy spending time with them. And you actually don't, then you're not only hurting yourself in that instance, you know, as, as you put so beautifully where you're hurting your mental health and you come first, but you're also hurting the other person because then they're back in that bank account where, you know, it seems like you're putting in a decent amount of money, but you're actually not. That time is, is not actual time. You're not actually enjoying that. And I think that's one of the biggest things about any relationship is that you have to, you know, want to be there. You can't fake being there. It's very hard to do. And judging by the dead silence, I assume that nobody else wants to jump in, which is all good. Um, so that actually takes us pretty well time-wise up to sort of our last um, section of it, which is, you know, relationships when they break off. When, you know, hey, if something doesn't go well, you end up losing a friend, losing a partner, losing, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. First of all, you know, how do, how do you do that effectively? And, and second, you know, how do you deal with it? I mean, I feel like how you deal with it is pretty, I guess there's lots of ways you deal with it. Uh, I feel like it's pretty, pretty simple, though. You just go back to living your life. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You just keep doing what you're doing. Like, I don't think that it should change a whole lot of things about you. Sure. You may sit not sit in bed, watch Netflix, need ice cream for a day. But after that, I feel like it's time to get up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like allow yourself that time to mourn lost relationship. Uh, let it be a day. And then after that, you know, say, say, screw it, get up and 
go live your normal life, go do something you enjoy because ultimately the time that you're not in a relationship is the time that you have to focus on yourself completely. I'm talking about dating relationship, I guess, focus on yourself completely. And so uh, just because dating relationships are more high maintenance than, you know what I'm saying? Regular friendships, but yeah, just, just go back to living your normal life. (laughs) Yeah. I think it also depends on like how long that you were in the relationship, because obviously being in a relationship for four years is going to be harder to break off than a relationship for only like a few months. So I think like uh, you said, just taking care of yourself, making sure that like you're in a good state and doing things that you want to do to kind of like take your mind off of that and just pushing yourself forward. And I think that with those long relationships, like especially the romantic ones, when they end, like especially if it ended like not very good and you you have to take time to, you know, evaluate like, did I play a part in why it ended? You know, what? what can I do to change? Like, do I need to change? So it's kind of just, you need a period of self-reflection before you jump into another one. I know I used to make the mistake where I was like, well, if I'm going to move on from this one, got to get into another one. And, you know, you quickly realize that's not the way to do it. Um, And same goes for friends. Like you don't need to replace a lost friend with a new one because maybe that's a hole in your life that you just are going to have to deal with and fill somewhere else. I would I would chime in and say if you're going to break something off, make sure it's like a clean break, because I don't like when I see people who will want to end something. Right. Or, or like, oh, I'm done. It's over. I'm done. But then you'll still like kind of seesaw. And then the next day you'll be like, oh, my God, I three hours you. later on the Snapchat story. They exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> up on the couch. And yep. then and then the next week you're back off. No, no. If you're going to break something off and you're pretty sure you're done or they did something wrong then break it off clean. Block their number. On God, the bro. Snap. On God. Block, block them on Instagram. Do what you have to do to break it off so you can go and focus on yourself and get better because probably it's toxic. It's probably going to be a toxic relationship and this whole back and forth thing is not healthy for you. I just want to get that off my chest. <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I was going to say, I was like, did that come from, from experience? I didn't want to pry. And then, then it felt like it felt like that last comment sort of solidified. It did feel mind. a little personal. It was, it was a little personal. Look, people, people know who they are. And I'm sure I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm sure I'm talking to a lot of people. Okay. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a question for you guys, though. If it's a relationship that broke off because it had to break off, not because of like something bad, but just because, you know, sometimes life takes you in different directions and like it just ends because it's like it has to and it's natural. It's like nothing bad. Do you think that you should like gradually let them go or just like stop talking to them or maybe try to keep that relationship? Mm-hmm. I mean, I see it kind of like this. I'm a really focused person. Like, I'm not going to put half focused into something. I'm really all or nothing. So it's really just kind of like, I'm going to stop messing with you almost as a whole. Like, it'll be, you know, it's your birthday. Shouldn't we text you like happy birthday and stuff. But really, like, besides that, or maybe to check up and see how they're doing once or twice a month, like, not really going to mess with them anymore. Because I feel like when your focus is spread in a thousand different directions and it's not you know what i'm saying a hundred percent on certain set things it's you're trying to continue the relationship by continuing a friendship with them so i feel like if you want to if life's taking you in two separate courses 
which ultimately is taking you away from the relationship, why would you force the relationship to happen? I would say it depends on you. Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead, Trent. Because like, if, if you are, if you like, if you're willing to still put time into it, even though they've like, I don't know, like moved or like gone somewhere else, da, 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 then that's, then that's you. And I understand that, especially if it was like a very good thing and it just kind of like you guys kind of like split up because of like location or something like that. Then it really depends on the specific person who it is. So if you don't think it's going to work anymore, then, you know, end it and, you know, you guys can probably still be friends, but you know, I, I would end it so you can focus on something else. Um, but mm. if you are willing to put time into it and you really believe in it, even though you're separated, then I would, I would still go. For it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to pop in and I'm going to, I'm sort of on the other side of, of Logan. And I guess Trenton is, is sort of splitting the middle with it, but I, I think I'm a sort of a human optimist in the sense that I, I believe that everybody has the, the propensity for, for change. And, and oh, by the way, like it, the same goes for sort of my own analysis. I hate the person I was in middle school. If I was still that person, I would like, I hate the person I was in middle school. And oh, by the way, sometimes I hate the person I was yesterday. Like there are things I'll look back on and go, right. that's not what I should have done in that instance. Like, you know, so for me, I feel like, you know, I've had both friend and romantic um, and sort of the, 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 the exes, if they end up listening to this may go, Oh, I know who you're talking about here. Um, <laughs> I've, had, I've had friends and uh, relationships who, look, it's ended very badly because of sort of differences between us and what was said. And look, could I have done something better in both those instances? Absolutely. Could they have done something better in those instances? Also, absolutely. But for me, you know, look, if it ended badly and, you know, they're sort of a toxic person to you, then okay, I think it's absolutely fair to sort of break that off and not speak to them anymore. But, you know, for, for sort of some of the other relationships that I've been and, and the other ex also knows where, where I am with this one as well, um, you know, I still look at them as a great person. I still think they're a great person. And, it, you know, it's it ended for a multitude of reasons, but a part of it was that, hey, you know, it just didn't really work out. There were a couple of stars that didn't align and and we just had to break it off. And for me, like, look, I'm not, I'm never going to sever a tie, even if somebody has, has wronged me, you know, I'm more than happy to sort of work with somebody and talk with somebody and try to correct those wrongs and, you know, sort of, sort of bury the hatchet. So for me, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be the person unless in an extreme circumstance to, to break off a friend or a romantic relationship entirely. I'm always going to be cordial. I'm always going to reach out just like Logan said. And I think he was trying to get this point across as well. You know, I'm always going to be cordial, always going to reach out. And if it ends up developing into something later, then yeah, I'm more than happy with it. But I'm also going to mm -hmm. abide by what Trenton said, which is, hey, if you're going to break it, it's got to be a clean break. It's that scene from Moneyball where he tells him, you know, if you're going to trade somebody, tell the guy he's been traded. Don't don't tell don't try to, you know, dance around the idea. Just say, hey, you've been traded to blank, blank, blank. Right. If you're going to break it, break it off. But at the same time, give give him a little rope, give him a little slack. Yeah, I mean, speaking from experience, like my last relationship ended just because we didn't have the time and we really tried to work it out, but it just wasn't something that was happening. That wasn't any of our fault. Like, and we're, I'm, the way my schedule, the school schedule worked out this year, we're in pretty much every single class together. So it's like, we are still civil to each other and we're still like friends, but it's just not like, we don't talk all the time. 
So like we did have that clear break that like we established we're not in a relationship. We established we tried to work it out and nothing really ended badly. It's just something that happened. And I mean, that's how life works. Maybe sometime in the future, life will work itself out and something will happen. But as of right now, it's just, you're just kind of there. <laughs> Riley, were you going to pop in? I saw you. I saw you. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, I agree with, you know, if it ended well. Um, and it just happened to be the circumstances as to why you're not friends or romantically involved anymore, you know, keep them in your life if they were good for you. But, you know, like, different from you, Jack, um, if someone wrongs me, I'm, I don't give them the time of day. I'm like, you know what, I don't trust you anymore. You broke that trust, you know, any relationship you wanted to have with me, like, it's over. I, I won't like be rude. Like I'll be, you know, I'll say hi to you in the halls if I see you, or I'll tell you happy birthday on your birthday, but I'm not going to make an effort to extend the olive branch and be like, hey, let's be friends again. And that's just me. And should I work on that? Yeah. But now it's like, you wrong me. I'm not going to make an effort. I'm I'm like Riley. I have a a one and a half strike policy. So (laughs) you get one strike. And if that strike is bad enough, then you get your all you get your go ahead and get your half a strike and then you're done you're out oh, okay but maybe asked. if your strike wasn't that bad we can give you another chance you can have another chance and then you can see if you get another strike then you're definitely gone I so you know we don't have someone for strikes exactly 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 we we see what you do and if you I, i'm in like that same boat like if you wrong me i'm like i i want nothing to do with this person who is this person i don't like this person who's i uh, you get blocked it, it's 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 a catastrophe but you know maybe i should work on that maybe i should be a little bit more conciliatory i guess is that the right word i don't know i mean it's fair but well yeah it is it's fair but like there's so many people in the world you don't need to waste your time with someone who already messed it up like no get out of here (laughs) oh yeah i mean i am i am no saint by any regards like you know, I certainly probably have to work on how conciliatory I am as well. Like that also sort of, for me, keeps those talks, especially if they're toxic, right? Like it keeps them revolving around me. And, and you know, I feel like I'm, I'm somewhat secure in, in the person that I am. But at the same time, you know, if I'm still trying to extend that olive branch and just like that bank analogy that I certainly don't use sometimes, um, you know, sometimes I am. I'm depositing into that bank, you know, hoping and, and crossing my fingers that they'll also be depositing as well. And sometimes it never happens. So, you know, it's different approaches to life. And, you know, there's not one side that's good or bad. I think it's just that, you know, it's, we all know what we sort of have to work on as people and, and everybody can get better. Just as I said, that I hate the person that I was in middle school. And I, you know, I'm sure in college we'll go, God, I hated the person I was in high school as well. Um, but, you know, I think it's just sort of both on a relationship side and on a personal side, you know, human growth is a good thing. And, and growing as a person and realizing your mistakes and, and realizing other people's mistakes too is a very sort of important thing to understand. Uh, so thank you everybody for coming on to our uh, second podcast installment. Um, I'm going to look at my horribly handwritten list here 
And it looks like as sort of our group before the, we got on the podcast prefaced a little bit, next week we might be working on college admissions and sort of talking about that process with some of them who are going through it, about to go through it, that sort of thing, um, unless the team feels so strongly about speaking otherwise, speaking about something else, in which case we'll do that. Um, but, you know, make sure to tune in in a couple of weeks for that podcast. And thank you for coming.